We are glad to make all of our Jcast Network podcasts free for our listeners. However, they are not free to produce and host. Please consider making a donation to Jcast Network to help support our work by visiting jcastnetwork.org slash donate. Thanks for your support. You are listening to A Taste of Romamu, a Jcast Network podcast. For more information about Romamu, please visit romumu.org. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Good morning, everyone. Shabbat Shalom. If you have a chumash, if you have a, what's known as a chumash, a Bible, the five books of Moshe, in your hand, please open up the book to page 1048, 1048. If you don't have a chumash, just raise your hand and someone will bring you a chumash right now. If you do not have a chumash, raise your hand. Arthur, there are a whole row of Parisians who don't have chumashim. We need some Parisians who have chumashim. We're going to be learning Torah. We're going to learn from the parsha that is known as Ekev. That word Ekev is a very significant word that Rebecca will speak about in a couple of minutes. It's a beautiful parsha. For many of us, for many of us, the book of Devarim, the book of Deuteronomy, the fifth and final book of the book of Five books of Moshe, the fifth and final book, is the book that if we were going to have a bat mitzvah, not to put anybody else down, there are four other really amazing books of the Torah, but I would want to have my parsha in the book of Dvarim, the book of Deuteronomy. The reason for that is because the book of Dvarim, the book of Deuteronomy, the fifth and final book of the Torah, is full of good advice. Not the kind of good advice that you'll say it's good advice from the Bible. It's just biblical advice. It's like good life advice. Of course, as a rabbi, I think all the Torah is good life advice. But some of it is more accessible, more immediately available, more immediately applicable. So, we're going to be reading, and the rest, of course, is commentary, of course. But we have to do some commentary this morning. Read with me on page 1048, verse 12, on page 1048, verse 12. Everybody there? If you're not, listen, because of course for thousands of years we didn't have books, we just listened. So listen. Yisrael. Now Israel. Now, meaning right now. Ve'ata. Not with an aleph, which means you, means ve'ata, means ve'achshav, now. Israel. You Israel folks. What does God ask of you? What does God ask of you except just a little bit of awe, reverence, follow the ways of God, love God, serve God with all of your heart, with all of your soul? Keep all of these practices that I am giving you today for your own tov, for your own good. What's the advice here? Let's back up. What, what did I just say? 
What did Moses say? Because Moses is in front of all the Israelites. There are thousands of Israelites. He's about to die. Not yet, but he's end of the book, he's dying. And he's giving his last speeches. Three very big, long speeches. And he tells the Israelites, he's like a good father, a good mother, a good parent, a good teacher. He says, now, 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 children, what does God ask of you except a little bit of love, a little bit of awe, reverence? What does God ask of you except just to be good little boys and girls, follow the laws, litovlach, for your own good? What's Moses saying? Is it an easy thing? Is What's the the voice that Moses has. Can, can anybody imagine what Moses, how does he have all of Israel, all three million on his lap? Big lap. Big. What's the quality? What's Moses saying? Anybody want to say, like, what do you, how do you feel Moses here? Yes, Linda, loud and clear for all of us to hear. Just this morning you're hearing this with all of it. So, so you hear, Linda hears the Zen master Moses Roshi, Mo Roshi, standing in front of the people and saying, oh, no 50%, no 75%, 100%. Be present, be full, be locked in. Right? You're focusing on the word that, of course, is a repetition of what happens in the Shema. Right? God is asking for all of you, not a little piece. I want all of you which in our language might mean don't be distracted and bifurcated, be fully present and in the moment in your awareness and be fully devout or whatever it is, be full on. Okay, so this is Linda's Torah. Anybody else hear Moses here? Now Israel, ve'ata, now Israel. What does God ask of you? Ma, Adonai HaShoel Mimach, what is God asking of you? So the phrase, what does God ask of you, is a very interesting phrase. It's kind of like me saying to you, Olivier, saying, it's not such a big deal. I'm just asking you for a hundred or A plus, you know. It's just, what is God asking of you? Just an A plus. So the tension, of course, is that Moses is asking for a lot, but the way that he's asking it is, with a kind of no big deal. And of course the rabbis pick up on that. The rabbis themselves say that when Moses says, Moses was actually saying something that was really remarkably arrogant. Is it really such a small thing, say the rabbis, for you to say like, now, now, what's the big deal? All I'm asking for is everything. That's all I'm asking for. Just, you know, can you just give me everything? It's like a small thing for you, Moses. And the rabbi said, well, for Moses, for whom it was easy, he forgot that maybe other people had a difficult time. What was easy for Moses wasn't so easy for someone else. And the rabbis rebuke him and say, Moses, you should have been a little bit more rachmanas, a little bit more compassionate with the people. What kind of way is that to ask people to be 100% in? You have to hear in their voice and convey to them that you understand that what you're asking is a big deal. That's one moment that Linda's Torah brought up. I want to focus on another moment, and that's the word ve'ata. The way that these verses, verse 12, begins with the word and now, 
What does and now mean? Because again, assuming that every word in the Torah might mean something, is there a reason why Moses is saying Veata now here? Anybody want to throw? I have a teacher that has an idea on this, and I'll share it with you. But anybody have their own Torah on that? Why would Moses stand in and say Veata Yisrael? Now Israel, Veata is and now. Is it just to locate where they are? Now Israel, hear me. Here's the next moment. Is there something about now as opposed to something else? I think there's a rabbi with her hand up in the back, Rabbi Diane Koleresis. Rabbi. So Rabbi Koleresis hears in Viata in the word and now, which begins these verses, that it's and now, meaning after all that you have not yet done, after all of the failed moments where you didn't listen, the Atta here is a kind of exasperated Veata. And now sees carpe torum, carpe diem, right? Grab hold of this moment, Moses says. I'm about to leave the scene. You're not going to get another chance. Veata is and now, and there won't be a later. Do it now. Moses, like the used car salesman, say this, the prices are going and going and going. Now's the time, right? Step in, own the moment and change your past horrible track record, as you said, of not listening and not abiding. Very beautiful. Here's another Torah from the Orachayim HaKadosh, Rabbi Chaim Ibn Attar, who lived in the 17th century. A Sfaradi Rabbi, Rabbi Chaim Ibn Attar, in his commentary on the Torah called Or HaChaim, the light of Chaim, the light of life. He said, the verse begins with Moses saying, and now Israel, what does God want of you but Yir'ah? Which means fear. And Archaim says like this, this is his words. He says that the Atah tells me that there are different seasons in our life. There are different seasons and motivations and it isn't always the same. Rechaim ibn Atar writes, When the verse here says, What does God ask of you? But a little bit of fear, a little bit of reverence, a little bit of awe. The Torah here says the word, And now, This asking for Yira is only now. He says, the word v'atah, which means now, sequentializes the seasons of our life and the motivations for our practice. Moses says, now, here in the desert, as you begin your practice, you have to work from a place of yir'ah, a place of boundaries. You might not yet feel it. You might not yet love it. You might not yet know that you want to continue it. It's not love. It's yir'ah. It's a different quality in our tradition. It's a quality of, I have to do this. Not, I want to. There are times in our lives when we begin something and we know that it's right, but we don't want to do it. And we begin it like pedaling up a hill, right? We're pedaling and it begins slow and it's thick. It's not easy, it's not relaxed. It doesn't have its own momentum yet, but it begins in Yira, begins with, I have to do this. 
I have no choice. But then the Orachayim HaKadosh says that we move, he says, the word Viata is only meant to say it's only going to be like this for a little while. Trust me, it won't always annoy you to brush your teeth. It won't always annoy you to start a new habit, but habits don't begin with grease. They don't yet have the momentum of the flywheel. It begins slow. Yir'ah is a quality, he says, of sometimes we're not yet in a place where ahava is fully present. And by ahava, he means to say desire. We might have a desire, kamusa, the desire is hidden in, but we do it because it's the right thing to do, and over time it might become the desired thing to do. As I look out here, and I know that, Karen, you have something to say, I just want to say that there are a couple of people in this room, I won't mention who they are, but two volunteers in the Roma community who spend an, an amazing amount of time gathering in other Roma members to sit with those who have passed on to sit in the Hever Kadisha, to wake up at three in the morning, to go sit with someone they might not have ever have known, but just to sit with them. And I can guarantee you, at least for at least some of them, maybe not all of them, the first moment they said, I want to do this, they didn't realize it would mean four in the morning, waking up to go. But many of them report that after they do what's right pretty frequently, they can't wait in a certain way, for more opportunities to love because it becomes a way in for them. It opens them to something bigger than who they were and so they start from the place of it's the right thing to do but very quickly the right thing becomes the loved thing to do. We'll stop here for a moment. That's the Orachayim. That's his Torah. Karen Fried, what would you like to share? So Karen is saying that Viata now for her viata, and now means, and now as I leave the scene, a little bit differently from what we were saying, uh, from Rabbi Kolarestis was saying, that now means, now you have a chance to correct what came before. You're saying, no, now highlights Moses leaving the scene because now you all have an opportunity to step up and step into leadership. It's a very beautiful Torah. We have a lot of beautiful Torah. So I'd like to make a call. And call up for the first Aliyah, for all of you who have never been here before, if this spoke to you as something in your life that you need to learn, please come forward if it's true for you. I'm going to call the Aliyah. This Aliyah this morning is for anyone here who connected with any of the Torah, whether it was Linda's Torah, the Torah of Diane Kolaresis, of Karen. We had beautiful Torah here, and I'd like to add the Torah of Chaim Ibn Attar. I'd like to add that now is the time in the Jewish calendar to begin new habits. Right before Elul begins next week is a time for us to take on new things. The Atah means and now as we stand on the precipice of, of repenting, of rethinking. The word repent is to rethink. We stand this Shabbat one week before the beginning of the month of Elul where we will be beginning to do tshuva. The Atah now is the time to take on the things that you think you don't yet love, but you know are the right thing to do. And to have a blessing from Moses to say, it might not be that hard. Please come forward for the first Aliyah, if that's you this morning, as we call the Aliyot. 
ואז רבי יגיע מראשית לכל החוסים במנום, הרמין הכל אבוגודל אלוהינו, תנו כבוד לתורה, יעמדו, all of those this morning, who are hearing the words of Moses saying, now it's no big thing, or maybe it will be no big thing at one point, or now is the time, even though you failed before, come up again and again, to make changes, to live in a sense of reverence and love for the first Aliyah.